Welcome, welcome, welcome. Season three, Wind Down with Kev. I am Kevin Spann, Kevin Spann, the insurance guru. And I am so excited today. This season, the hashtag has changed the narrative and party people in the place to be. Trust me, we are going to change the narrative on this one. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Week two, season three, Wind Down with Kev. This season, the hashtag has changed the narrative and party people in the place to be. Trust me, we are going to change the narrative on this one. People, to my right, I don't only have a fellow Allstate agent, but I have the number one Allstate agent in the country. Put your hands together one time for Ren Raps. Oh, man. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on, my nothing brother? Nothing much. Nothing much. This is this is awesome. Thanks for having me on here, man. I um, did not expect that introduction. No, no, no. It's, it's well-deserved. Respect given where respect is due. So um, start first just by saying mm-hmm. your full name. I said your yeah. IG name. Yeah. Ren Raps, which Ren I'm going to ask you about that. I'm going to check you on your <laughs> skills in a minute. Oh, but say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I got to test the skills, yeah. but but talk about it. Tell the people your your full name. Tell them yeah. where you're located at, you got and then it. we're going to get into it. And I'll give them my uh, my social security number and all that. You got that's no. for me later. <laughs> we're scamming later, but yeah, this is nah. business now. Oh yeah, no. My name is uh, Ren Janarine. Full name is Reynold Daniel Janarine, and uh, yeah, I'm born in Queens. Uh, grew up in Smithtown, New York, Long Island, and. Uh, Everywhere. I'm everywhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 everywhere. This I'm is, everywhere. This is Ren Rap. So let's get into the name mm. right away. When I hear an MC name, I recognize it. So so Ren Raps, does that mean that Ren just is a nice guy to talk to? Oh. Or does that mean that Ren Raps? Oh, okay. Ren does not rap. I'm not a rapper, actually. Oh, okay, man. Okay, okay, okay. I'll tell you where it came from, Okay, though. talk and, to me, though. And I don't know if this generation... Knows what I'm about to share, but the AOL days. Okay. You know when you got the CD in the mail? Yes. Dial-up days. Okay. <laughs> Instant Messenger. So it was all about your screen name. It, once you had, you got to have a good screen name. And um, for me, I didn't know what it was. And uh, I just saw the tinfoil, Reynolds Rap. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. that's when I just chopped oh. up some letters and Ren Raps, and that was it. And uh, anytime... Um, a new social media platform came out, a new gaming console came out, or any other, you know, anything. With, you stay with Ren Yeah, Raps. you type in Ren Raps on Google, you'll find everything from Xbox to maybe Allstate even to Pokemon or whatever. I, I even have it for Pinterest. I don't even use Pinterest. But, but you got Ren Raps. I call it virtual real estate. Virtual real estate. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I dig that. Well, one of the things I dig and respect, staying mm. right with your name, mm. I noticed you have the trademark next to it. Yeah, I saw somebody did it. Well, I'll be honest. I saw somebody did it. I'm like, that's cool. That, okay. It caught your eye. It caught, it that's caught, all it is. It let it, me know because I was going to steal your MC name. I was oh, going to start going by Rim Raps. And nah, like, nah, 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 nah. Kev Span, man. Change no. the narrative. You got, no, <laughs> you're no, trying to no, change no, my no, narrative. No, 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 no. <laughs> your, your narrative is uh, and, and, incredible. And I want to mm. start at the top. You talk about being born in Queens. Yes. Raised, raised in Smithtown. Yes. You are the son of a long-term legendary 
agent. Shout yes. out to your dad. Shout yeah. out to Jay Janarine. Jay, Jay, shout out to him. Talk to yeah. Jay. Good, good, good. Talk to you. Thank you for raising a son that you wanted to come up in the business mm. now. You're being raised in an all-state house. You yes. know how hard this is. Yeah. Um, did you try to avoid it at first, or did you want to come right in? <laughs> 100%. Okay. 100% try to avoid. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So I would probably say back during the recession, graduating high school, um, anytime there was – actually, let's see. When I was in elementary school, during the summertime or any holidays, Dad would just bring me to the office. Okay. He would make me file. The okay. file cabinets. Okay. Open mail. And maybe do payments. I don't know. He did, he, and I just did not like that. What kid would want to go to the office an hour and a half one way on a like when you don't have school or during your summertime? I understand. You your, know what I'm your dad takes the same commute I do. From yeah, Queens. Yeah, seriously. So, but um, no, but you know what? It, it built character. I remember during the summertime, he would tell me to go grab a cooler, put ice, chop up some watermelon, and sell it right in front of his office on Hillside Let's Avenue. Go. So that's like that entrepreneur, you know, um, spirit that it was cultivated, much, you know? Much respect to your dad. Right? So if, if you're giving him um, base on attitude that a kid might give in the office, <laughs> he puts you in business for yourself. I know, right? And put you out front to sell watermelon. We're talking... Hillside Seriously. Avenue near what? I know Hillside uh, was parallel to Jamaica Avenue. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, Hillside and Parsons. So right in the heart of uh, Jamaica. Right in the heart of the element of Yo, everything. Very, very. It, nothing has changed over there, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> what, was that, what was that like? How old are you now? So we're talking 14, 15. Right. So, um, oh, I'm 31. Okay. <laughs> when and you get to a certain I, age, you, you, you just forget. You, you just, you just Look, when you start having back pains in the early well, 20s, you, you forget about it. You mentioned AOL, so I thought you were like 51. But you oh, said, yeah. Oh, but, uh, I, you know, I just grew up with people always older than me. So okay. I learned from their mistakes. I learned from their achievements and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, no. I mean, when I was 18 and all that stuff, I started working for mom and dad when I could drive on my own. And I, I really didn't like it. So, um, but I, so I, I ended up working at... Um, retail and everything like that and then I was in college at SUNY Westbury and my goal was to work at a bank and I wanted to work at Chase Bank at okay. JP Morgan and I got okay. it okay. and um I hit so many achievements there in like 3 4 years I was there and What were you tell me what you were doing at the bank? I was on the ret- retail side so I I started off as a teller and I actually stayed in a teller but they had different levels um to be very honest I mean I wanted to be in the private banking world, but they they said for me to do that, I would have to go to like a small bank. Okay. And I was at a mega bank. Right. So the mega bank, we were up against like Chase Banks in Manhattan. Um, and if they wanted me to go in the private banking world, I would have to start in a small bank somewhere in Suffolk County out here that nobody goes to. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to work at a small bank where there's no traffic. Right. And then my numbers are low. Right. And then I'll get fired. Right. You know? So I was like, I'll just see where I'm at. I'm happy and everything like that. And then um, at the same time, I was also assistant youth pastor at my church at Shelter Rock. So I was working two jobs at the same time because I love both. They bring both different dynamics in my life. But um, I end up leaving the bank, took some breaks, like a few months. And then that's when back in 2015, I went back to my dad's office and I started helping him. What was the impetus? What brought you back to your, your dad's office? What? I saw that he needed help. Okay. I saw that uh, he needed um, – it's not like his business was struggling, but it could have been better. And I saw him personally, just like in the middle of the night, like 
it, he was different. Something broke, you know? And I was like, Dad, I got my license. Let me come back. Yes. Look, it's a family business. And I grew up with that whole, like, you know, never bite the hand that feeds you. Of you course. And, of course. Uh, and if you did, you're going to get smacked back in my day, <laughs> back in your day, too. Uh, nowadays, you know, it's like you just, you know, you get a little finger like, oh, mm, you upset no, us. No, no, back in the day, you, whatever was in mom's right hand came at you that's real it. quick. That's good. Um, yeah, so... I came back into the business not because of a, a career movement. It was a pa- it was family movement, and that's a, that's a beautiful thing of uh, passion to support the family. And I think that's something um, not only in our business is missing. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that's missing big time today. A lot of small family businesses, which which is what all state agencies are, yeah. and many mom and pop businesses are. They're built on the idea of the family comes here, comes yes. to the country for a certain opportunity. Yes to do certain things and a certain outcome. And rightfully, you saw something in 2015. Uh, this mm. industry, like every industry, was changing yeah. and definitely changing and challenging. And you took the education you received, the corporate experience that you received, mm-hmm. and you brought it back into your dad's agency. Yep. So you go there and you start to work and work and you start to put certain things in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I did. I mean, my, my parents, they were stuck in their um, their own unique ways, which wasn't bad. It was just, you know, different, different times, different learnings and everything like that. But we were able to hire more people, we brought more money into the family biz. And with all, and, you know, they're all state agents, um, both mom and dad. So I was managing both their agencies and we hit their, the, um, uh, the, their top rankings or top achievements, I don't Absolutely. say that, you Absolutely. know, um, within the first year. And then I I noticed that the freedom you have to, you know, it's not a typical nine to five. It could be, but, you know, it was cool to be like, okay, I could actually work, you know, for a few hours in the evening and still have the day to do something else. Or I could do the whole day. Um, and, I mean, look, we don't have uh, amazing weather here sometimes. We have heavy snow and all that stuff. So it was nice to actually work from home. Before remote, um, before it became popular. So let, right. me, let me ask you a question there. You and I are in the business, and we can make this mm-hmm. conversation one between two people that know all the same things. Right, right. Out. Yeah, exactly. But Let's I not do that. People, I want to bring people in, mm. and uh, I want to ask you today. We're okay. recording this on September third, twenty twenty one. Yes. Um, and yesterday, weather wise, in our area was mm. a horrible. Day. Hurricane yeah. Ida hit. It did damage. Yeah. Talk to me about what your day was like for you personally and for your agency. Mm. What was that like from the time you woke <laughs> up and you realized what Ida did? Oh, and man. how hard did you go all day into the night taking care of people? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Only I'm laughing because me and my wife, Lauren, we got home like maybe 10 o'clock last night at night because when it rains, it pours in the office. My office is in Queens. Yes. And sometimes Mother Nature likes to come in the office to hang out. So we were mopping and mopping and spraying and wet back and everything. So it's it's tough when um, that happens because I could slow down the business. But, you know, I did go through Hurricane Sandy and Hurricane Irene. And I learned what um, uh, when you have a blackout, you can't afford to be closed you have to have the business going so immediately i told my team work from home okay so we don't miss a beat um now hurricane ida that it came throughout two nights ago like in the middle of the night so actually i had a few customers that have my cell not everybody has my cell 
it benefited me up. Of course. Um, so quickly, a lot of our clients, I personally, when we signed them up, I would give them the 401, how to use the policy. I tell everybody, look, you're part of the family. I want to teach you how to use this policy. It doesn't make sense for you to, it's like going to a store. You buy something and you don't use it, it's a waste of money. Got it. You know, I'm not going to buy, like, you know, I'm not going to go to Home Depot and buy, like, a chainsaw and not know how to use it and all exactly. that stuff, you know. So I'm going to teach people the value, but I'm also going to teach them how to use it. So everybody got that. So nobody has that excuse, oh, I didn't know, and I don't know how to use my policy. I don't know who to call and all that. So a lot of people knew right away, okay, I saw I got a little bit of a flood. Ren told me to get a wet vac. I got a wet vac. It's It's gone. Don't need to put in a claim. Some people, it didn't work out. You know, you got three inches, four inches, five inches of water coming in. But, you know, in the city, it was a water backup. They got the water backup coverage. So they got the coverage. Because, a lot, unfortunately, a lot of people did not have the coverage because it was a flood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and it was all in the basement. So a lot of people, yeah, had damage, but they were able to clean it up, throw it out, get rid of it, didn't have to put in a claim. The ones that have to put in a claim, they were covered, you know? And But, yeah, it was all day and night. I was, I was, I probably went to bed four in the morning. That, that, you know that's, the, that's the grind part. And you yeah. did a great job. And you said some things. You're educating me during this process, and I've been at this for a little while. Mm. Um, you said you teach people how to use their policy. Mm. What what do you mean by that? You mean yeah. that people buy insurance and they don't they don't know how to use it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they think that it covers for everything, and they think that uh, it's a it's easy, you know. And they think it doesn't matter what company or what agency you're with it. It's all the same to them. And I'm like, nah. There's a reason why you're with us, you know. There's there's a reason why you know our agency cares and everything like that, you know, like. I would not be in this business if I didn't at least tell you this part. Because last thing I want is for you to say, oh, I wish I knew. Right. You know? Right. So we, we teach them. We tell them, look, if this happens, you call this number. If that happens, you go get an estimate. If, if this happens, you could you could email me. You could text me, you know? If it's life-threatening, call number one. That's it. A lot of people think they have to do everything in that moment. I'm like, no. If you're legit, like, <laughs> if your life is at stake, you call number one. You Absolutely. You put the it's claim not- in later. Right. You know, so it's it's very it's interesting. You know, it's very interesting the world we live in. Like everything has to be immediate gratification, and and, and it's not. Nah. And um, what's incredible about the story that you told, and in hindsight, I'm glad yesterday happened so we could talk about this. Mm. You had your people work from home so they could be on the phone to take right. care of your clients, right? And at the same time, while your clients are getting hit, you're being hit. You I'm being coming into oh, the office. Yeah, so I'm able to relate with these people. Yes. Because some of them, because some of them, I don't know them, you know, because I, I do try to know every client that we got or at least know their name and all that stuff. But some of them I really didn't know. And, you know, they think I'm lying. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean I'm not covered? I'm like, I'm just telling you. And they're like, oh, I think you're just full of it. I'm like, hold on for a second. Let me send you a quick photo of what I'm walking through right now, right. you know? And I, Take a picture. And I'm like, this is what I'm going through. Right. I wish I was in your situation. Right. And you're, and, and you're, and you're good. And it's, it's phenomenal. So, Ren, I told you we had about a 30-second uh, post-production meeting before we started yes. this. And I told you I like to talk about what people post about. Mm-hmm. And one of the most amazing things I think you posted, you posted your agent, which is also one of your tags. Yes. Versus the fake agent. Fake agent. Let's oh. talk about that. Oh, Let's man. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. Oh, man. So there are so many fake agents out there. And 
I'm not going to shout the companies, but, but it is what it is. It, it's call center companies. You yes. know, it's just there's a lot of people they don't realize when you call a one eight hundred number, you're talking to someone. I have learned that that individual said they they say I'm licensed, but they're not. They're licensed under the company they work for. You know, so I'm um, I'm kind of annoyed by that because me and you we went and studied, right, and studied, right. You got hair. I don't have hair. That's why I wear a hat. <laughs> and we learned this business. We studied. We earned our licenses. Some of these people, they just got hired, and they didn't learn a thing, and they're just using whatever the computer tells them. They are fake agents, transactional agents, you know? And um, I have a lot of clients. They, uh, you know, I always send back hashtag your agent, and it's like a call response, like a hip-hop concert, because they, they'll come <laughs> back and do hashtag my agent. <laughs> Exactly. I have so many people that are like, thank you so much. When I say your agent, you say my agent. I say your agent, you say my agent. Let's Mm -hmm. go. I love it, honestly. So, so Ren, that's that's, that's incredible. So, you think uh, these people that get policies from fake agents Mm -hmm. or 1-800 call center numbers, you think any of them give out their cell phone to call when a hurricane like Ida hits and they're stuck on the Clearview Expressway? In water, and they can't forget move about it. No, they they don't even give out their direct their direct work number, even okay, you know, or even their email because they know that they don't want to get bothered. You know, everybody the fake agents they look at everybody like a policy number, right? No, this no. is uh, obviously what you do is is different. Talk to me about your team. Sometimes mm. people hear your your agent and they think that you or I might be a one man show. Are you oh, a one man show? No, no. Oh my gosh, I would. Probably had not even have hair on, on this side of the, of, the, of my head now, you know, if, if it was a one-man show. It can't be. I mean, I, I, I guess we see people that are one-man show, but, I mean, do they are they flourishing? Are they growing, especially in this pandemic? No. I mean, if it's, I create my agency, like, all for one, one for all. Not a lot of agencies are like that. It's My team is awesome. I like your team. You post a lot mm-hmm. of pictures of your team. Yeah. You have a young team. Very young. Everybody is young, mm-hmm. knowledgeable, professional. Yeah. Um, you've worked retail. You've worked banking. Two yes. areas that we recruit from. Yeah. <laughs> Why should somebody watching this podcast apply to work with the Ren Raps Agency, mm. the Ren Generine Agency, mm-hmm. as opposed to digging it out and staying in that retail or bank mm. environment that they're in today? Essential. We're apparently, you know, that's like the new thing now. We're a central business. That, that's one. I, I make a joke with Lauren. I'm like, look, when we have kids, they can do whatever they want in life. But I'm also going to give them a list from the government website that shows, okay, these are essential jobs. You can do whatever you want. You want to be an art teacher? You want to teach art? You want to be a bowling instructor? Cool. Right. But you're going to have to also get a job here because mommy and daddy ain't bailing you out. Absolutely. <laughs> All right? Because my parents didn't do that to me. Um, we're essential. We, yeah, this, it's really good money. It's safe money, too. Um and I think we're like our own breed. They don't teach us stuff in school. Right. You know, uh, you really, you mature quick in this industry as well. Um, and I think the flexibility, the life that you could also have because of this. Yeah, uh, speak, speaking of life, you're living an incredible life right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm following you on <laughs> social media. I'm yeah, living boy. vicariously through you. <laughs> you're, you're coming uh, off, off the road. We've been... Uh, 
Austin, Texas this year. We're, Yo. We're, we're fresh home. I had to call you. I'm like, Ren, mm-hmm. are, you, are you on this side of the water? Are you still <laughs> Where <Hawaii?"> is Ren? <laughs> talk, to me, talk to me about the lovely trips you're taking oh, with man. your lovely bride. Okay, so I'm still jet lagged. We came from uh, Hawaii and California, and we never been to both. So we supposed to go to Hawaii with the whole family, but something happened and they couldn't make it. So Lauren was cute. She was like, can we still go? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm down. And, you know, we're like, do you think my family would be upset? Nah, nah, nah. They wouldn't. And my dad is like, my dad is all about travel. So he's like, yes. no, go. You yes. know, it was amazing. We stayed in Honolulu. We stayed in Maui. Um, I want to go back like now. Yes. I'm yes. still jet lag. I'm six hours behind. So that's why it was easy for me to be up at four in the morning. Yes, because you're on that time. I'm on that time. You're you on know? that time until your body um, changes. It was very confusing though when we first got to Hawaii because people are calling me. I'm like, why is people calling me at three in the morning? Because it's 9 a.m. here. So that was interesting. But no, just driving, hiking, the water, the waves, the the resorts. Uh, we also stayed in San Francisco, California. I have a good friend. Um, he used to be my mentor and youth pastor and and also my boss, too. And we stayed with him, and he loves to hike and everything like that. And it was just the nature was just amazing. And, you know, me and Lauren, we're going to actually budget and invest in our marriage to try to go to Hawaii at least once a year or, or maybe it. once every two years or something like that. I, I, I absolutely love it. I love to travel. Um, mm-hmm. love seeing a beautiful part of the world. I love to see uh, paradise on earth as, as it's been given to us. Yeah. Um, Ren, you're, I'm talking just about your tag and IG. Mm-hmm. You have Ren Raps. Mm-hmm. You have your trademark. Mm-hmm. And you have the 46th Psalm. Oh, yes. Yes. So, PS 46, Psalm 46. Um, I love the Psalm 46, verse 10. It's uh, be, still. be still and know that I'm God. When I first opened up the agency in November of 2017, um, my mom, my dad, myself, and um, a pastor from Guyana, Raganis, um, came by, I think, October 30th, maybe, um, of 2017 to pray over the agency. Amen. Ironically, it was um, raining that day. Mm-hmm. So I remember like two days before opening day, that office was underwater. And it was very defeating to watch. Then God and the equipment was damaged. But, um, yeah, we prayed and everything like that. And in that moment, I'm like, nah, we're going to this is going to be the theme of the agency. It doesn't matter what faith you walk in. This is my house. This is the Lord's house. You know, a lot of people ask me, what is your sauce? What is your secret sauce? What's your what's your go to and all that for for a thriving business, marriage and just life? Because life looks good. Is it is it really true on social media? And I said, well, first, it starts with me and within me in my center. It's Christ. hundred percent, you know. Um, so yeah, the whole the whole chapter is quick. It takes you probably one minute to read it, but be still and know that I'm God. And I think we could use that. Sometimes you have storms in your life. We have seasons in your life, but the sun comes out. Look, the sun's out right now. It's, it's a beautiful day. You'll never know what happened uh, yesterday. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm gonna stay with I'm gonna stay with the faith question. Okay. Um, for all business people, mm-hmm. we're a year and a half into the pandemic. Yeah. How important do you think it is for a business person to have faith in general to carry them through something mm. so difficult? Yeah. Um, How important is your faith in your business? They're they're equal. They're equal because it, it, without without God, none of this. And I always thought this is gonna be weird for me to say this, you know. But 
follow me on this one. Like God should not be first in your life. God should be the center of your life. Lauren is not the first in my life. She is the center of my life because I believe whatever you, whatever your, whatever your core is, it's gonna it, you know develop. You're gonna develop. It's gonna bloom like a tree, a you flower. Build you know from there. Yeah. exactly. That's the foundation. So. Yeah, um, do, you know, do you have low moments? Absolutely, in a, as a business owner, you know, I just just yesterday um, with all that mess that we had to clean up, and I was so happy that Lauren was there to help me out. I literally said, Lauren, you know why business owners go on amazing trips, yeah. and everybody wants to be business owners because of this nonsense. Yes, <laughs> yes, you, you have know. To- you have to go through it. People want the outcome, but right. they don't realize what goes into it. Uh, right. I'm having a blast talking to you <laughs> about this. Uh, oftentimes, I talk to other guests in other yeah. industries, and I really I never talk about insurance during my podcast because who wants to talk about insurance? Nobody does. <laughs> and it, and it's not, there's not a lot of uh, guys like us either. So yeah, no, that's so true, who man. Wants to, who wants to do this? I'm, I'm loving having a chance to talk to you and talk to I people about what we about what we do. Um, When people think of an Allstate agent, when people thought of your dad, what do people think that we do and what do you actually do? Oh, man. Well, I think it depends, like, what time of the year and all that because I think if I have to look at my dad, because when I start working with my dad, I talk to clients that told me, oh, yeah, I waited out line to get a policy from him on Hillside Avenue. Different time, yeah. You know? And in my head, I'm like, you waited on... It's like a concert. Mm-hmm. And on my... So the building I'm in is his building. Got it. So I grew up in that building, basically, you know? And on that block, there's 10 other agencies. Got it. So I'm like, wow, people literally waited online because of my dad. Not because of Allstate. No, because of your dad. Because they... The combination they, of the two, but mainly because of dad. they drove you know? past other offices to get you a dad because right. they weren't actually buying a company or right. a policy... They were buying an experience yeah. from a person who understood where they were coming from, right. how hard they work for this stuff, and right. how hard it is to keep it. Right, exactly. So I believe that if you just look at the so, – so, you know, I to answer your question, I think a lot of people think that we just travel and make a lot of money um, if you just look at our social media. But the people that are really in it, like you, me, and a bunch of our other friends and family, when – each person individually sits down and talks with us. I think they, the keyword is passion. Yeah, I get a lot of people. They say, "Oh wow, you're really passionate." I can hear this. I want to. I want to give you my business. Well, you 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 have to be passionate because we can like you relate care. to you know? our customers. We live in this area. Yeah, we know how expensive is living in this area. Very, we know how very hard people work whether to get their first car or the move up car. Right. We know what it is for an apartment and a house to live in this area. So yeah. People entrust us to ensure that mm-hmm. it's as if it's our, our own money. It's as if yeah. if you let me insure, you actually let me hold the keys to your car. Oh, you man. Let me insure your house. You let me hold the keys to your mm-hmm. your uh, house. But you talked you talked about something the other day that I thought was also interesting. A lot of people don't know that we do, mm. which is the uh, the wealth side of our business. How mm-hmm. we protect the goose that that lays the golden egg. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit about. Yeah. Um, and I notice. You're not just Ren Raps, you're Ren Insurance and Financial Services. So yep. talk to me about your passion about the financial yeah. services side. I think I know I think I know what post you're talking about. And ironically, that post was actually because of you. Okay. Because okay. I asked a question, hey, do we give up who would give up their security licenses if if you could get rid of them? And your comment was like, I would never. You know? 
because it gives us an edge against our competition. Right. Um, it's it's. I believe in generational wealth. I've seen so many people struggling when they didn't get their check in their savings, the life insurance, their retirement account in check. I I've seen people that bought something, bought a college savings plan online, and they only put five hundred bucks and left it alone for like six years, and they're confused why it's not growing. So it's the education behind it, you know. A lot of people, you hear the word pension. Oh, I have a pension. Okay. That doesn't mean that you're good for life. You got, it, is it working? Is it working? You know? And, um, but yeah, no, people like you uh, and a bunch of other people motivate me to learn more about that because you don't get that from the call center companies. You're, you're the most humble number one agent in the whole, <laughs> in the whole world. And I, and I say that with all sincerity. On the one hand, it's, it's very hard. Uh, Everybody that does what we do is fantastic. It's a very hard company mm. to get mm. into to do what we do. Right. Very much worth it. But to be number one out of 10,000 agents, it's a lot of work in order to get there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're humble enough to ask questions of the group. You're not number one from the position that I'm here, no. and I know everything. You're still like, well, what about this, and what about and what about that? And I'll have a lot of love and a lot of um, respect for that definitely mm. for you thank you but one of the other things i have a lot of love and respect for you is how much you talk about your love for your wife so oh, we're yeah. going to break for a commercial right okay here, and then we're going to bring your lovely wife who also oh, worked with sad. you on to the <laughs> set and i got questions for her because my wife used to work with me as well oh sad. Um, so we, we want to have this conversation <laughs> so let's break for one second Okay, welcome back, welcome back. We have Lauren in the place to be, the lovely bride of Ren Raps. And Ren just shared with me that Lauren, the name Ren, is in her name. So they're meant to be. Take that, haters. Um, Lauren, Lauren, welcome to the welcome thank to the set. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Uh thank you so much. Uh told Ren I, I brought you on the transition was I love how much he talks about how much he loves you. That's just awesome and amazing. Look at this, people. Look at this. <laughs> this this is real. You can't script this stuff. This is not reality TV. Um, you guys are just celebrating or getting ready to celebrate what anniversary? Uh, five years married. Five years, years married. Together. Outstanding. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Lauren, I want to talk business first and then marriage next. Okay. Um, <laughs> what is it like working with this guy? Um, actually, it's really invigorating. Okay. Yeah, I I feel like I am getting more energized from him, and I love it. It's It just makes me appreciative of what he does, and I started with him in the beginning. We were, I was cold calling for him. And, okay. You know, doing all the cleanup and setup and everything, HR, hiring, and then I stepped away for a little bit, so I kind of forgot about um, how much goes into everything. Yes. So... I'm actually thankful because it gives me a greater appreciation of what he does for us. So, no, no, I, I like that answer. Hold up, right? <laughs> you, you, you married this lovely lady. <laughs> you bring her to you, and you put her in the hardest part, straight cold calling. That's the hardest part of the business. Yep. That is the hardest yep. thing of what we do. You're being nice to her, but you got all these people <laughs> hanging up on her and saying, no, what part of the game is that? 
I mean, I mean, she she sounds good right now, right? Okay. I'm better than me. You don't want to hear this voice. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. You know what? That being said, I was thinking people hang up on me. They would not hang up. <laughs> they wouldn't hang up on you. But that's that's the best thing in the world, really, to get into the grind from the beginning. Because mm-hmm. talking about what we do, you know, every day um, to build this business, you have to make friends with strangers. Yeah. And one of the ways to do it is you have to get on that phone, and mm-hmm. nothing happens until several people say no to you. So. Yep. How did you handle, so what did you do before Allstate? I got to ask you that. <laughs> I did a lot of things, but my background is in marriage and family therapy. So wow. I have my master's in counseling. Wow. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the same time as cold calling, I was also working with kids coming out of Rikers doing therapy. So Re-entry, <laughs> but that's, that's it was, like, um, it was that rough. is so dope <laughs> and that's so amazing. Uh, shout out to Spend the Yard, uh, William Certain, Renita Certain, my brother and sister-in-law. Mm. Mm-hmm. They do a whole reentry program, and I'm going to ask you a question. How many parallels do you see between doing insurance and doing therapy? Um, there's a good amount because it's a lot of it is connection. Mm-hmm. That's why Ren has been so successful because of his connection with people and relationship. And you're talking to a lot of people in their difficult moments. Yes. So it's. It's definitely helpful to understand people and to understand the heart behind maybe their yelling or frustration or thankfulness. So there, there's definitely, definitely a lot. Ren, I got the secrets. This why you're number one. <laughs> <laughs> I see it because yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and I got bills too. No, that's, <laughs> all right. that's, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. We got we got that. But it's it's amazing. Um, we sell a promise for a living, right? Yes. I buy car insurance from me. Do you promise to put me back together if something goes wrong? Right, exactly. Same thing with my house? Yep. Same thing with my life? Yes. Okay. And But sometimes those moments get difficult. Yesterday was a yeah. real difficult day, and mm-hmm. guess what? The storms of life are going to come again. Right. So having you to be able to talk to people, keeping them calm mm-hmm. in difficult moments, yeah. it, means, uh, it means everything. It really, really, really does. That's a heck of a combination to uh, to have inside of an agency. So you start with the cold calling. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me some of the things that you're doing now since you're back. So I just got my PNC license. So Congratulations. I'm for that. Thank you. So I'm still learning. I, I can understand the how to talk to people, but now I'm learning the products and the programs and so that when I talk to people, I know what I'm talking about. So that's what I'm focusing on now. And... My goal is just to figure out how to compliment Ren best to help him and the business grow. So, but I need to know the business more. So that's that's what I'm trying to do because I'm I work differently than he does. Yeah. Um, so I know that we can together work better. But um, I yeah I I just need to <laughs> have a little more knowledge. <laughs> that, that's okay. So. But, um, Listening audience, whether you're catching us on IG, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast at, if you know anything about me, I love love, I love marriage, I lead with love in everything I do. Uh, my beautiful bride has we've been together married for 35 years now. Oh, amen. Um, so it's a beautiful thing uh, what you guys have and and how you guys do it and how you share it mm-hmm. with the with the world, both the business, mm-hmm. the ministry, um, and what you're doing. So um, I think there's a lot. And what you said right there is that you're here to compliment mm-hmm. what he does. Not to outdo him. You're not mm-hmm. competing. Right. Mm-hmm. Compliment. Absolutely. Compete. Compliment. Two 
two very, very uh, different things. So congratulations on, on your success. Um, Thank you. You've been yeah. listening to, to the interview. You know yeah. this guy next to me a lot better than I do. Yeah. Um, what's a question that I should have asked him so people really know how awesome he is? You know, as we get ready to wrap up, what should I have asked people so they really would know about how awesome he is? Um, that's a good question. Wow. I think we got a good taste of him, but I think um, what what he does for fun and, and what gives him life because he brings that to work. <laughs> you know, we talked before about some of the other things he does. He, he doesn't just do insurance. Um, so I think when people get to know him personally, they, they also are like, oh, so... You, you have a stuff? life. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's human, so you're not just yeah. buying from uh, some corporate insurance yeah, guy. Yeah. You're buying from a real person. So right. definitely, you actually brought me to the one thing that I would have been remiss. I would have missed if you didn't say it. Um, Lauren, when I was doing my research to interview Ren, I, I, I stalked him on IG, and I went back. <laughs> Um, you know, we're in cancel culture now. People go back to what you post, <laughs> right? Yeah. And they find yeah. the one thing, the one mistake, Uh-oh. Yeah. and Uh-oh. everything is pretty good. But I think the one mistake you oh, made man. in posting, give me this mic. Back to fourteen and fifteen. Okay, you posted about your dance skills. So oh. I, I, I used to. I, I think I used to be a, diff, a nice dancer. No, yeah. I don't know right now. Oh man. But what I'm, what I want to do right here, right in front of everybody, what? I want, I want to battle you. We on social media we from a sitting position for your number one spot. I was number one in 2017. You're number one now. Oh. I want to be number one again. So do you accept the challenge from a sitting spot? Let's go. Minor 30-second pop lock battle. What? Do you accept the challenge? I, I accept. <laughs> oh! I accept. Let's go. Here we go. I might pop, I a, a I might pop so something. I'm going to start here, and I'm going to do this, and oh. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to give it to you. Oh. Oh. Okay, I think I just cracked my neck, but okay. Oh, oh, boom! I'm eating it. You're eating it. Oh snap! Bang! Oh, 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 oh! Woo! Oh, I dropped the ball. No. Still number one, Ren Raps, my brother. Ren, where can people follow you at? All over social media. We're gonna put it right here. Uh, Ren Raps. That's it. You just and it, you just type that in. You'll you'll find me and everything like that. Um, but definitely, definitely, please share this podcast. You know, definitely shout out Kevin Span. I'm gonna shout you out. I'm a good backup. I'm a good number two. No, no, so no. I'm, I'm a good MC. Actually, that that's another thing that Lauren didn't share. I'm a good backup. <laughs> I, I I just I just glance. I try I try to freestyle this, but um, talk to me about. Rewrite Tomorrow and some mm. of the nonprofit work that you do. Um, one yeah. of the things where we're kindred spirits mm-hmm. is we have our business side working where we need to do what we need to do to make a living, but we have our heart working as well in giving back to the community. So you're yeah. number one right now mm-hmm. in the country. In 2017, I was the Ray Lynch Award winner for being I number saw. one in giving Congrats, back to the community. Man. So that part of giving back is important to me, mm-hmm. and obviously it's important to you. So yes. um, before we wrap up, tell the people about Rewrite Tomorrow yeah. and whatever else you want to talk about, yeah. about giving back to the community. Hey, I appreciate that this time to share about that. So Re- Rewrite Tomorrow is a slogan from an organization called Clean Slate Living. Uh, started here in Long Island, New York. Uh, founder, his name is Matt Pisani. He went through a lot of uh, alcohol and drug addiction, and 
he basically woke up one day with help of other mentors and close friends and family saying, hey, you got to just stop. And that's when he decided back in uh, 2007, 2008 to wipe his slate clean. Hence why the name Clean State Living comes into play. What we do is we go into uh, schools, uh, churches, community centers. We've been to prisons all throughout the world uh, from Dominican Republic, Belize, Guyana, Texas, New York, uh, the BX to Riverhead. We did school proms even, and we would talk um, about rewriting your tomorrow today. You're not defined by your mother's uh, addiction uh, your dad's abusefulness. You're not defined by okay. I'm a f- my parents are a failure in academics, so that's that's my future right there. Um, we've been to so many schools on the island. We went from uh, Half Hollow Hills to Brentwood to Smithtown uh, to Freeport to West Hempstead. And man, like we talk about second chances, we talk about rebirth and worthiness. Uh, I've seen so many students; they were never told that. Hey, we love you. We, we're not coming down to talk from a stage downward or from an upward. We're, we're going to look you right in the eye and say, "Hey, you're worthy. You got it." I remember going to Brentwood, and so many people, so many people. So basically, sorry, we go to schools, and they tell us the superintendent, the principal, um, what they're struggling in. A lot of these kids, it's. Um, Drugs. Um, it could be abuse in the family. It could be wor- being feeling worthless. So we're talking, and even suicide and things like that, you know. And we, I, I just, I'm just gonna share like, like legit the the, um, I guess you would call the results. There we go. Just getting, getting feedback from students from through Instagram through email saying, "Hey, you guys came to my um, school today, and I actually was not gonna come to school this morning." I had a rope in my closet, and I was ready to hand myself. Wow. This is a ninth grader. Wow. This is a 12th grader. This is 11th grader. This is a 6th grader. Hey, like, oh, hey, you know, I, I'm I'm the middleman. Um, and I finally stood up to the bullies and said, I'm not going to be transferring anymore. And we're talking about cocaine. Right. And Huntington, you know? Ninth grade. Right. You know? Um we're seeing people stand up for themselves. We see, oh man, I remember this one. This girl, she legit. Um, we we talked about forgiveness one time at Brentwood, and they were and these bullies went up to this girl and said, "Hey, we're sorry. We're so sorry." And and this girl went and shared that with her parents and her family, and they're part of MS13. And this family said no to MS13. This is what you're hitting on now. My theme for. This season is hashtag change the narrative. Yes. And what you're saying right now is you're literally changing the narrative in people's lives because you may have been born into an MS-13 family, right. another family, but you don't have to stay that way. Right, exactly. And and just to clarify even more, it's not just like we talk to students. We're doing musical performance. I'm a DJ. I'm emceeing. Uh, we have uh, speakers. Every, people that grew up in this area, you know, if they're alumni, they're part of our team. You know, we have a small concentrated. Everybody's a volunteer. Uh, everybody has a like a job, so they're all volunteering with this too. Another organization I want to talk about is um, not Clean State Living, but Cycling for Change. Um, we raise awareness and funds to give to organizations to help against human trafficking, um, and and it's just. You know, we send funds to companies like Love 146, uh, Compassion, Nomi, um, and there's different. When we hear human trafficking, there's different. There's actually different versions of it, you know. And it, and 
So it's just those are the two. And the hashtag for that is uh, I hate traffic. I hate traffic. Okay. And I think as a New Yorker, we of definitely course. hate traffic. No question. You know what I'm saying? Especially the commute that you and I have. Going oh, yeah. Going around the Queens every day. We definitely hate traffic mm-hmm. and human trafficking. I can only imagine when right. you say that to me, I get one thought in my mind about what that means. But mm-hmm. I'm sure there's all different levels that I can't imagine. Yeah. So, so yeah, you got Cycling for Change, another nonprofit, very close friends with the founder, uh, Santos and Raj Paulus. They live right here on Long Island also. They do an annual event where they actually do a bike, uh, bike uh, a walk, run, biking, a thon in Nassau County during the fall. And they do a golf outing as well. And um, they've been very successful. And Everybody's a volunteer through that nonprofit as well. The founders, they work with Northwell Health as well. They're doctors and um, um, writers as well. And so it's great. You got Matt Pisani, you have Santos, Clean State Living, Cyclone Change. Um, those are the two organizations I give everything, you know? We're going to drop that right there. Clean mm. Slate Living and what's the other one? Cycling for Change. Cycling for Change. We're going to drop it right here on the podcast. Thank you, brother. People look them up online, yeah. follow what they do. If you like what you see, Definitely support them and mm. definitely support my man right here, mm. Mr. Ren Raps, number <laughs> one all state agent in the country. Amen. My brother. Thank you, brother. Peace. Yes. Peace.